It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. The Reds lost to the Marlins on Wednesday night in Miami. Final score, 3-0. It was just too much Sandy Alcantara for Cincinnati. The Marlins starter pitched a complete game shutout, allowing just six hits. The Reds' best chance really came in the first inning when they loaded the bases, but they couldn't cross the plate. Mike Miner started for Cincinnati. He didn't pitch bad, but he gave up a Jose Aguilar in the fourth, and then Garrett Cooper played it two more runs in the fifth with a double. Time to get some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thrall and Chris Welsh. Thanks, Ed. Well, Chris, boy, sometimes you just run into a buzzsaw on the mountain, and that seemed to be the case with the Reds against Sandy Alcantara tonight. He was outstanding as the Marlins shut out the Reds behind a complete game shutout from Alcantara uh, this evening here in Miami. Well, he came into the ball game with a 1.99 earned run average. He lowest in all of the National League. He lowered that, by the way, Tommy, down to 1.88. Buzzsaw, that's one way to put it. Certainly the Reds had them on the hook, so on the ropes a little bit in the first inning. They had the bases loaded, couldn't come through with the base hit, and I just had the feeling right there, like you see so many times against great pitchers, if you don't get them early, you don't get them at all. And that seemed to be the case tonight. We saw Jose Barrero back in the lineup for the first time this year. Now we've seen him get some cups of coffee in the big leagues. Uh, we knew he was going to have his work cut out for him against Alcantara. Uh, he's going to be interesting to watch moving forward the rest of the year. Sounds like he's going to see a lion share the playing time at short. Well, he should. I mean, if you're going to bring him up, you've got to play him. I think the Reds are trying to decide this year, in the last two months of the season, whether he's going to be a fit for them next year or not. And it's going to be very important for him personally because if he doesn't play shortstop well, well, the Reds have a ton of other shortstops that could be taking that place. But, you know, he's still only 24 years old. I'm not so sure that a two-month trial is enough to really get a good feel. But uh, he's athletically as good as any of them. I think the missing ingredient is hitting. And uh, we'll see how he adjusts the big league hitting. He certain, certainly has the potential to be able to hit up here. Just can he realize that potential? That remains to be seen over the next couple of months. Once again, final score, 3-0. The Marlins over the Reds in the wrap-up of this three-game series in Miami. Yet back to you. Thanks, Tommy. Highlights right after this. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 
The Reds are shut out by the Marlins Wednesday night, 3-0 now to the highlights. The Reds loaded the bases in the top of the first, but they couldn't score off Marlins starter Sandy Alcantara, and that was really their best shot to score on the night. He gave up a base hit in the third, but a double play ended that inning. Joey Votto singled in the fourth, but he was thrown out trying to stretch it into a double. Mike Miner made the start for Cincinnati. He pitched three scoreless innings, including striking out the side in the second. The Marlins did score in the fourth. Garrett Cooper lined out to begin the inning, but then Jesus Aguilar put Miami on the board. So I shouldn't even. So you're saying you don't even want, to, want me to give you the opportunity to change it. This ball is hammered high and deep to left field. That ball is way out of here. Jesus Aguilar got a slider. It hung, and he crushed it right over the inner part of the plate, about mid-thigh high, and Aguilar belted out of here. Jesus Aguilar, it's his 13th home run of the year. RBI number 44, and it gives the Marlins a 1-0 lead in the fourth. Miami scored twice more in the fifth off Miner with one out Luke Williams single. He stole second base. Miner then walked Billy Hamilton. Williams then stole third. Hamilton stole second. After Miguel Rojas then popped up for the second out of the inning, Garrett Cooper brought two more runs home. And with runners at second and third, and the Marlins have a chance to open this game up a little bit, concerning the pitch. Cooper swings, drives it high and deep to left field, going back on it. The left fielder, Fraley, can't get it. It's over his head. Karam's back past him into left center and into second base with a two-run double is Garrett Cooper on a two-strike pitch. He got a slider down and in, and he absolutely hammered it to the base of the wall in deep left. Well, it was down. The slider was from Mike Miner, but it caught a lot of the plate. The Marlins threatened again in the sixth with one out. Miner walked Charles LeBlanc. That was the end of his night. Joel Kunal came on the pitch. He struck out Stallings but gave up a base hit to Luke Williams with LeBlanc moving the third base on the play. Cincinnati then caught LeBlanc sleeping. Right-hander Kunal brings it home. Runner goes. The pitch. Throw down to second. Fake throw to second. Throw to third. Got him at third. Charles LeBlanc. Picked off by the catcher, Michael Papierski. LeBlanc fell for the fake throw down to second. And he gets picked off third by the Reds catcher on the pickback. And we go to the seventh. Here's the pitching line on Mike Miner. Five and a third innings. Five hits, three runs, all of them earned. Three walks, six strikeouts, a home run, 82 pitches, 54 four strikes. The Reds did have a chance off Alcantara in the top of the seventh. With one out, Donovan Solano singled. Aristides Aquino then singled, but... Albert Almora Jr. grounded into a double play to end the inning. Alcantara then pitched a 1-2-3-8. He came back out for the ninth. Jake Fraley grounded out. Mike Moustakis grounded back to the pitcher, and then he ended the game against Joey Votto. Copyright reminders provided by Dinsmore, official legal counsel of the Reds. Ground ball to first, up with it. Diaz, he takes it to the bag himself, three unassisted. And that's all. Reds fall three to nothing. And for Alcantara, he finishes it, a complete game shutout, his third of his career. What a masterful, or excuse me, his third complete game of this year. Uh, a masterful performance from Alcantara tonight. Reds lose it three to nothing. Here are the totals: four Miami, three runs, seven hits, no errors, six left on base. Four Cincinnati, no runs, six hits, no errors. They stranded four. Alcantara, the winner, ten and four. Mike Miner, the loser, one and eight. One home run in the game. That was for Miami. Aguilar, number thirteen. 
Two hours and nine minutes, 8,656 on hand in Miami. With the defeat, the Reds are now 42 and 62 on the season. The Marlins with the victory, 48 and 57. Time to hear from Red starter Mike Miner. Oh, yeah, uh, pretty good. It was best I felt in a while. Um, thought the changeup curveball was pretty good. Slider was bad, and that's what got hit tonight. Two bad sliders. Um, uh, you know, they felt like they made me pay on those on those pitches. But early on, I was, I was ahead a lot, and then uh, guys got on base, and then a couple walks and uh, some base hits there that, that cost me. But overall, I felt better mechanically and with my pitches and stuff like that. Just attacking guys. Was that third inning? I think the, the struck out the side was that your best inning? You think this year that you felt and pitched? Uh, just, just overall, I just made better pitches today. I feel like I could. Um, curveball was sharp. Fastball was. Um, the ones that we threw were effective, and then the change up both sides to to both hitters, uh, lefties and righties. Um, I thought I could just pinpoint it uh, early on, especially to both sides, and that I guess that was effective. The Reds have Thursday off, but then begin a three-game series against the Brewers in Milwaukee on Friday night. No starters have been posted yet for game one of that series. We're on the air with the pregame show at 8 o'clock. First pitch is scheduled for 8.30. Your schedule may say that game is at 8.10, but they have an on-field ceremony, so everything's been pushed back 20 minutes again. First pitch on Friday is 8.30. And once again, the final score on Wednesday night, the Marlins shut out the Reds 3-0. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.